Why can't you share your bed? But the, the most loving thing to do is to share your bed with someone. You know? Really, you really think that? Yeah. And now, it's time to get far out with Todd Perry. And so I said to her, What, you're going to spit in my food here too? (laughs) (laughs) Buck Perez. And I'm your announcer, Aaliyah Dega. Oh, apartheid, that's really sexy. everybody and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry and to the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Todd, how are we doing? Doing good, Buck. And to the left is announcer Elliot Dagan. Hootie hoo. All right. It's good to have everybody back in the room today doing some shows after a while off. Long while off. It's been a nice vacation though. Yeah. It's been restful. It's been, it's been nice not, not being in here or what? No, yeah. I, I was stuck in the back. Todd just <laughs> locked me up at the last show. You've just been hanging out. Yeah, we, we put you in the back uh, near the uh, illegal add-on with the termites. Uh, so we, we've got the, the lava lamp going. We're getting ready to do a bunch more shows. We're coming back uh, two shows a week from now on. And uh, post on the website or uh, go to our, our Facebook page. Let us know uh, whether you want what days you want the show to come out on because we're free to put the shows out whenever we like, uh, two a week. Uh, we've been rolling with like a Wednesday-Saturday thing for a while. Uh, let us know how you feel about that. Uh, we, I did something crazy. I put a big like button on our Facebook page, so voila, it's real easy to join now and uh, keep up with what we're doing. Hmm. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, one listener real quick before we get into the show. It's a listener named Gregory M. He left a nice iTunes comment uh, saying nice things about the show. So uh, listeners out there, you can do it too. It's good for the show. You can be just like Greg. You can be just like Gregory just like M. Greg. Be like Greg. Yes. Not Mike, just be like Greg. So we had that going on. Um, before we get into the, the show today, we're going to be talking a little bit about my trip to Costa Rica I took recently, oh. and we'll make that quick, and then after that, we're going to get into a little bit of hot talk about uh, secret messages in rock music songs, uh, some messages that... Uh, Bands may or may have not been putting in their music, whether it be the Beatles, Tupac, Queen, a whole bunch of stuff. We're going to uncover that. We have some great audio clips. Hmm. So as you guys know, we didn't do a show for a little while. Um, I was out of town, out of country. What an excuse. I know. And I was in a, a beautiful country called Costa Rica for my honeymoon with my wife. Not my first destination of choice, never. Costa Rica. I've never been there. Yeah, never been. And I've been to Hawaii many times. I've been to... A few places many times, but not Costa Rica. Yeah, cheaper than Hawaii. Hmm. One of the reasons we selected it. But it's a, it's a great place where it's like you hang out in a rainforest the whole time. Uh, you, we, we stayed beneath a, a, vol- a volcano for a while. And uh, oh. nice people everywhere, very tourist friendly. Uh, you know, it's like everybody was just, it was, it was, it was kind of like spending a couple days on Endor. <laughs> it, it was like Endor with Mexicans. I, I, hear the, <laughs> I hear the Star Tours, it's a very popular stop. Yes, yes, you go through there, there's like Wookiees. Nice. Yeah, no, but it's basically, yeah, it's like that. It's there's like, no fucking Wookiees on Endor, other than Chewbacca for a brief <laughs> so minute. Pissed. Just for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Wookiees. Goddamn Wookiees. But uh, yeah, it was a, a Wookiee-free 
and uh, Ewok Free Endor. And it was a wonderful place and uh, nice beer and nice, like we spent some time at these all-inclusive resorts. We just sit around and drink in a pool. You find anybody else that speaks your language and they become your best friend for four days and you hang out. And uh, my fiance and I had a, a lovely time. Minus Are you still calling your wife your fiance. Oh, my wife. My wife. <laughs> oh man, that's bad. Minus, minus a couple problems. It was a pretty much flawless uh, experience. But a funny thing happened on the way actually over to Costa Rica was I was on a plane, and basically you fly from Los Angeles to Dallas, and then from Dallas to Costa Rica. So I was going from Los Angeles to Dallas, and there was a really nice family with uh, two kids, so there's four of them that was were sitting near us, me and my wife, on the, the flight home, and it was like a, a red eye, so it was like at midnight. And so there's three seats on each side of the aisle. So my wife is next to the window, I'm in the middle seat, and so the, their kid, who was like 10 years old, was sitting to the right of me, and then his family was on the other side of the aisle. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't all sit together. And Much so, like you and Sarah, you could not sit with your wife. Well, no, we, we were sitting, she, she was right to my left. She was next to you. Okay, I got you. And this anonymous child from Oklahoma who was just getting back from Hawaii who was like 11 years old was sitting to my right. So I talked to the kid for a little Why bit. Why do you even bother talking to an 11-year-old kid when you're going on your honeymoon? You should have just been focused on the wife, man. I know, but we're saying hi, and she's a school teacher, so she's sweet. You know, she's making conversation. We're talking to their family. Like his mom it's, was hot. I'm just, I'm just pointing <laughs> some out. Like I'm pointing out on shows before. It's like you know, like the one time you went to a strip club with me and stuff like that, and you were commenting on you're you're mostly paying attention to a DJ, and like <laughs> like, a, like the cuts he was throwing down. It's like you pick like odd people to like you know, this is you know like your honeymoon flight with your wife, and you're like yeah, that's. Oh, Eleven year old kid right there. Let's strike strike a conversation. I would probably have no conversation with that person. You know why? I have nothing in common with an eleven year old. You know? I, we're all human, Buck. There's all <laughs> certain parts of our base humanity <laughs> which know. we can communicate. All right, but Yeah, he was a sweet kid, man. And so he, you know, we're talking, he's talking about his trip to Hawaii and about the school he goes to in Oklahoma and everything. He was a nice, nice kid. So eventually, you know, I put my headphones on, I, I put on some podcast I'm listening to, and I'm just gonna like you know, zone out and try to sleep because we got a, a layover in Texas. We got a three and a half hour long flight. My wife falls asleep and then I fall asleep. And then about an yeah, hour and a half into the flight, I, f- I feel this kid's head is on my shoulder. <laughs> like he fell asleep on me, right? And so like this kid's head is like, and okay, dead weight, a human head, was it weighs eight pounds, 10 pounds? Eight or 10 pounds. This kid had a, like, you know, he wasn't a a large child. He was a normal human child. And his head was like right up on my shoulder. So it was kind of. Okay, are you leaning on Sarah? She leaning on you? Now I'm. Who's got the armrest? I'm upright. I'm not. She's, she's, she's towards the window. I'm just upright because I have these little things now, these little fan things on your head that come out. So you can kind of, I'm just, my, my head's like four inches to the left, but I'm pretty much up and down. I'm like the Sphinx, pretty much. <laughs> And this kid's head is on my shoulder, and I, I was dead asleep, and I feel this, this head, and I'm like, what's laying on me? Like, and then I realized this kid was like cuddling up on me <laughs> to like sleep, right? And immediately, in the middle of the night, even in the dead asleep, this voice goes in my head, and it's like, share your bed. <laughs> That's what came up, huh? I was in my head. I was like, share your bid. There's nothing more loving than to share your bid. Oh, horrible. And then I thought, man, this is fucking uncomfortable, right? Yeah. This put me in a conundrum because 
there, there's there's part of me that's like, oh well, this is a, this is a, a sweet child. No, he feels comfortable with me. He I, just wants. I to think sleep. we should just clarify when you do the share your bed and things like that. <laughs> You're actually doing a very 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 bad what Michael Jackson impression. Yeah, that's Michael yeah. Jackson. I, I know. I wouldn't it. say it's that bad. That's not a bad <laughs> share your bed. One more it time. It is how he says it. Share your bed. <laughs> Todd, that, li- Todd likes to look at the levels, make sure they're good when he's doing that. Share your bed. Share your bed. <laughs> Share your bed. All right, that's enough of no, that. that was really bad. But it's a slightly pilled out late era Michael <laughs> in which he defended the fact that he sleeps with I children. Think, all right, I got you. And so I thought of that, and then I thought I was <laughs> in a weird came to spot. mind. Because the kid was like, he was like cuddling up on me, like nuzzling. He was nuzzling. Was there any hands involved or is it just the head? No, I was worried that he would put his head in my lap and then I would have to call game over. This is wrong. This is wrong. I know. This is on your honeymoon flight. I know. (laughs) I know. It was weird. And so he had his head on me and then I thought, shit. It made me kind of real think, and I was half asleep, half drunk. And thinking down to my core, I'm like, is it's nice of me and it shows that I was a trustworthy human being that this... You know, you're getting ready to like you know have a family. I'm sure you're, you're starting to get those thoughts. Like couple where you, years. Yeah. Where, yeah, where do you where do you call the line? Where is his family going to think it's weird that this kid's nothing up on me? They think, oh, it was very sweet of the kid. He's a nice man. He he seemed like a nice non pervert. He is from L.A. He could be a pervert. He's not Jack the Ripper. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> I'm not Jack the Ripper. Exactly. <laughs> share your bed. Oh man. So it's like, can I share yes. my bed with this child? Oh. So eventually, I try to move. So I, I go, you know what? Maybe if I just waddle my way out of this, the kid will move the other way. So I start moving to my left, and then he starts putting his head on the, the small of my back. Oh, no, that's much worse. And bad, now it's, now it's really bad. Because yeah. now if I put my weight back, now I'm smushing his head against you know, the airport chair. So it was, it was a wildly uncomfortable position. So eventually, I just move all the way, <laughs> break left, because I just don't want to deal with it. And then he sits back up. And then I lay back to go back to sleep. And then he's right back nuzzling on me again. So I just let it go. I just let it go. And I slept through the night. And I was a nurturing, bed-sharing, older gentleman. And that's just what I did. But it was very nice in the morning. His family didn't think I was weird. And that was a nice guy. So I was doing a nice guy move. There's the problem. I was being a nice guy. I was being a good human being. But societal (laughs) pressure said that sharing my bed was a bad thing. And now I understood the fact that it, it is the most loving thing to do. Well, you fucked up because you just should have been across the aisle to his mom and be like, oh, he's falling asleep. Do you want to switch seats with him? Yeah, she was cute. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. But she was like from Oklahoma, so they have kids young, you know, but she, she was a good looking woman. Right. I, I, I know. I, mm-hmm. See, that would have been a good idea. Would have, but then again, it also could have gotten fucked up and you could have gotten her husband nestling you. Exactly. This is this has gone way too far. <laughs> I wish we had another topic. I did see some video of you ziplining. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I missed that. It was a uh, pretty, uh, pretty funny. Um, she had a lot more grace, especially in the exit. <laughs> saw that. I think uh, my line was from Seinfeld when he was describing Elaine dancing, and it was uh, flying arms akimbo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or flailing, I'm sorry, flailing arms akimbo, yes. Uh, there was one moment where on the zip line, if you see these things where they have these, this, this huge line that goes through the forest, and then you, um, you, you hang on, almost like a, a park thing as a kid, but it goes for like a kilometer. <laughs> Yours didn't look that dangerous either. It looked kind of tame. 
I, you know, I because by zipline standards, at the end, you guys are like pulling yourselves <laughs> seriously, like it's almost there, and that that's where the flailing was, where where you're trying to get from the zip to the platform. There was another motherfucker going 50 miles an hour behind me, so I had to get on the. Um, that puts some heat on your ass, I would yeah. say. Oh, it shit. does, and yeah. the guides only help the women. If you're a dude and you're stranded two feet now, you're 160 feet above ground and you're two feet from the platform, you're like, oh, oh. So you got to backwards and pull yourself on this cable over there. And it's frightening because you can hear someone coming down the line like, it gets louder and louder and it's it's scary. Uh, One time, it was the longest line. It was about a kilometer flying through the forest. And the guy says, uh, be sure... You put one hand up near the cable, and you have this little braking mechanism on your hand so you could slow it down. And I don't take direction well. <laughs> and so I just put both hands on this little harness thing, and I flew through, and it started spinning. Nice. <laughs> now, when you're going through the forest, it's like, uh, it's kind of like in Return of the Jedi, to make another Star Wars reference, where like the speeder bikes are going through, and you just see exactly. the forest flying through. But I was spinning around in a circle <laughs> with the helmet on, and it was, it was very frightening. So you were like one of the speeder bikes that just got hit. Yes. <laughs> it was right like that. And then you just hear these like Costa Rican guys yelling at, stop, 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 stop. Stop, Mr. Petty. Stop, Mr. Petty. And then you just, you know, you go flying through there. And Why do they have South African I accents? <laughs> I was an English guy right there, yeah. Hey, stop, Pekka. Mr. Petty. I always figured this. I always figured like if you're a guy at a bar like uh, trying to pick up on a chick that uh, if you, you said you're in South Africa for a while, that would always like turn any woman on that goes in South Africa. Oh, apartheid. That's really sexy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. This show's really started out really racist. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I did have a, a bit of an adventure through the rainforest. We take these rainforest tours where you go over these large hanging bridges. And um, it kind of brought to light me with me something that Woody Allen once said. He said, you know, nature is nothing but a big restaurant. <laughs> and that's pretty much what, if you boil the rainforest down to, if you get really deep into it, it basically is. Because uh, my, my wife was looking at a tree. And there was another, another tree that grew up right next to it. And they're kind of entangled. And um, she turned to the guide and says, oh, isn't that pretty? Those two trees have come together. And the guide stops and goes, actually... That tree is killing the other tree. <laughs> Over 80 years, that tree will slowly strangle the other tree to death. Wow. And such is life in the rainforest. Like They're like, oh, over here is a beautiful red frog. Don't touch it. It's poisonous. Yeah. And uh, something else eats the poison and takes it back to this. And it's basically this horribly deadly, terrible place. But there's howler monkeys, which was awesome. Uh, I don't know. Like When you're in the rainforest, first of all, it smells like cocaine. <laughs> like it's just the smell in the trees that's and the probably roof. just the factories it could be that's probably right why there. they have the bridges oh, oh you're over all the workers <laughs> but no there is this root smell of, of drug in there I don't know uh, we went snorkeling at a certain point in time and we went on this little boat is that what you call using cocaine <laughs> <laughs> we went snorkeling we have a massive amount of blood <laughs> Now, we went, we went on this little, like, snorkeling excursion where we went, and you go snorkeling, and then you go to this little island. And I'm not good on boats. So as we were going through, we eventually hit this point where we're going to go snorkel, and the boat was moving up and down quite rapidly, and I began to lose feeling in my extremities. Yeah. Did you have uh, the, the shoes on? I just want to get a picture of this. Yeah, uh, the, the snorkel deck shoes. Yeah, no, the, uh, the, the uh, flippers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Very large green flippers. Yeah, exactly. Because I've done that. 
bullshit snorkeling. It's pretty hilarious. And but, I actually love it. <laughs> <laughs> you like it? Love it. Yeah. I'm, Fucking I'm, love it, actually. I've done it, but yeah. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go. I want to hear about this. <laughs> so I, I'm getting ready to snorkel, but I was getting like wildly seasick. And it's like a small boat full of like 20, you know, tourists. And uh, I eventually, I just had to start yakking. And so I, I knelt over the side of the boat and was like, and I just. Wait, you guys are parked? Yeah, while it was still. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Couldn't have done it the whole time you guys were moving. No. Right when you're parked. Nice. Right before everybody was about to. Disembark, yes. And, and dive in the chum. And uh, it was horrible. And then by the time I got in the water, I was still nauseous. And it was a horrible experience. But it reminded me of Buck. Uh, about a week before my wedding, we went out for your birthday. Mm-hmm. We went out with a, a friend of yours. We went out in downtown Long Beach. Oh, right. And um, we drank a lot, yeah? Oh, yeah. I, I believe I got zombified. Somewhere like, around one or two, I don't remember what happened. You about blacked out at a certain point in the night. Yeah, we were at this punk rock bar in Long Beach. Doesn't Buck. happen much, but it did happen. Yeah, Buck Buck went eyes glazed over. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was your birthday, we're trying to get you fucked up. Yeah, and I'm it was sit- the IPA. I'm sitting next to this this dude who's real real punked out, and his woman who looked really punked out, kind of like a East LA looking chick, and. I had emptied out my, my deuce deuce of beer. It was like a deuce deuce of um, like Tecate or something. And mm-hmm. I put it in a glass cup and I was drinking it. And I saw her move over to spit into the, the empty beer can. I didn't notice this, bro. Well, you're, you're, you didn't you're, notice anything, I'm mm-hmm. sure. You're blacked out. <laughs> yeah, okay. And so I turned to her and I said, oh, you're trying to spit in my beer. She goes, oh, no, I'm sorry. I didn't know there was beer in there. I go, no, no, it's in the cup. Could you please spit in my beer? Oh, that's right. I remember this. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was drunk. Very drunk. And she did. Yeah. So she hawked a loogie yes. in my beer, so then I drank it. And this is a real... She was, she was, a, she was a looker. She yeah. was a, Good looking lady? No, She was really. hardcore really. looking. <laughs> not really. She was like Diablo. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> so after that, we, we go to a... Uh, we go to a burrito joint right next to there, and I see they're right in front of us in line. And so she didn't see me, and so I said to her, what, you're going to spit in my food here too? <laughs> <laughs> and so then she turned around looking like she wanted to bite my head off. And then, uh, then she was like, oh, it's you, it's cool, it's fine, it was okay, but for a minute... She I, was I, about to go down. She yeah. was about to fucking beat my ass. You were about to get a fist in your fucking face from a girl. <laughs> oh, man. But, but after that night in the morning, after Buck and I'm going complete tangent here, but yeah. after, after Buck and I had that night in the morning, I, I had to throw up yeah. a lot. I didn't. I was fine. I was good. <laughs> Buck, Buck woke, woke up, up with, happy. Yeah. He woke up with the tacos he was trying to eat the night before on his pants. <laughs> oh, man, what you happened? Were, you were like, oh, sweet breakfast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the life of Riley. Golden. That's what I yes. <laughs> breakfast in bed. I'm surprised I didn't you know, stick in my pocket, which I usually do. That's a buck move right there. Taco pocket? Yeah, dude. Usually it's a burrito. I just felt like tacos that night, I guess. So anyway. you, your buddy wakes up in the morning is whose house we were staying at in Long Beach and he wakes up and goes, so uh, who was taking karate practice in the bathroom this morning? <laughs> and I'd never heard that term. He was, I was like, karate practice? He's like, Yes, because it did wake me up. 
That's yeah. how you pick, uh, that was some pretty big shit. So while I was uh, throwing up in the middle of Costa Rica off the boat, I just kept thinking, oh my God, I'm just totally taking karate practice <laughs> in the middle in front of 20 other people. Later on, I was in the pool at the all-inclusive you're resort. Always, you're always like that guy. <laughs> Remember, honey, that guy that puked off, off the boat at our honeymoon? Yeah. That's what's going to say on my uh, tombstones. Can we see? He was always that guy. He was that guy. And so the seven-year-old comes up to me while I'm in the pool, like having a beer later. She goes, are you okay? <laughs> Concerned. It's horrible. But I, had, I had a great time in Costa Rica, but... Wait, can I, can I cut in? There's nothing worse than like someone who's in high school or younger who's concerned with like your pitied, health pitied with you. yeah yeah like uh, i i used to show up uh, i had a job at a coffee shop and i'd show up hungover every day and there was some girl who was like 16 and was like you know you're hungover every day <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh what I, I realized I, I get and i got this all one one morning and i even had coffee and stuff people were like i just Jehovah's Witness, in fact, uh, came to my door. Oh. And like four or five interactions I had with people, they were like, I'm sorry, did I just wake you up? <laughs> <laughs> like, did you just wake up? Like, that that was the, uh, <laughs> I guess that was uh, the look I was rocking at the moment. <laughs> right. Did you just wake up? You, you just got up there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in fact, Jehovah's Witness was like, I'm sorry. Jesus, just, just got up, huh? But no, I've been up for like four hours now. I was attempting to pretty wake good. You, I was attempting to wake you up spiritually with uh, this issue of the Watchtower. Yes. Moving on. <laughs> Shit! If this gonna be that kind of party, I'm gonna stick my dick in the mashed potato. So, uh, as everybody knows, that throughout the history of rock and roll, there's been artists who have allegedly or not allegedly put hidden messages in their music. Oh. Like, I remember before, a couple shows back, we did one where we found out that the President of the United States was allegedly saying, sending satanic messages. I think he said, thank you, Satan, when he got elected. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who, who better to thank, right? Yeah. You know? Uh, no, I don't. I actually. voted for him, so. Yeah. Fooled me. So, th- the moment that uh, this show reaches number 50, we, we've been in the top 200 on iTunes, but once we get in the top 50, I feel that we can maybe drop one of those on everybody. <laughs> But uh, I, what we got here is I have uh, accumulated uh, a bunch of different alleged attempts by uh, musical artists to uh, put some hidden messages in their music. So Again, was, this was probably done on his honeymoon. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, maybe. Because Todd is a nonstop podcasting machine. I believe my first conversation went to Mac. He's like, I got tons of material for the show. And I'm like, yes, I know you do. Right. Yeah, I know. That's the mind's going a mile a minute. Yeah, we're sitting in the middle of like the rainforest, and I'm like, shit, what's a really good topic? Like, <laughs> what isn't any other show doing? You, you weren't able to let go, I know. You're, on, you're at your bedroom at night uh, after a long day, and you get the laptop out, you're researching. <laughs> yeah, oh, she wouldn't, she wouldn't let me have the phone out. She's like, are you tweeting? Awesome. That's you, cool. No, I'm sending myself emails for like show ideas. <laughs> so I, I've got some fun ones that I found online. So let's, let's start with this first one right here, which is uh, everybody's a fan of the band Queen. Who? Yes. Who? Queen. So, Freddie Mercury, Brian May, John Deacon, Roger Taylor. So this is one of their bigger hits. Uh, another one bites the dust. And allegedly, if you play it backwards, there's a hidden message in it. So this is a very commercial song. I've heard this. Yes. Yeah. So let's yeah. listen to it forwards. I only listen to commercial radio. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. Ow! <laughs> 
Another one busted does hey hey. Do it, Another brother. one busted does hey. All right, every, everybody heard that? Yes. Now, a, a, any suspicion that there's anything weird going on? Just a rock and vocal. Maybe a little bit of homosexuality. Late. It's it's very small. The amount of homosexuality is very yeah. It's very subtle. But let's let's hear with the if you play it backwards, what's the actual message going mm. on here? Let's hear it. That's hmm. reaching. So you hear that? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, when you That's said it, I I, I saw where you were going, marijuana. but I don't know if I'd say that. So it's hey, it's fun to smoke marijuana. Yeah, let's hear it one more time. Just quiet. Let's hear it. it's fun to smoke marijuana. Quiet. Towards the middle, it loses it, but the first one probably sounds. Like this. It sounds like someone with like a bad like uh, Ethiopian accent. <laughs> reggae song. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a bad reggae song. Maybe it's a little bit, no, maybe reggaeton. Yeah, a little reggaeton. There you go. <laughs> I was just in Costa Rica, and I, if I never hear another note of reggaeton, <laughs> like they would start playing reggaeton at like seven in the morning. You go into the pool and like nice. start like pouring some beers because it's an all inclusive. Drink all you want, and then dunks, 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 dunks. Now the beat never lets up. It's just dunks, 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 dunks. Well, because it's a drum machine. Yes, yes, but <laughs> but that weird beat, it's like you want to throw another one in there just to make things relax, and it never happens. Uh, we got another one here. We got, um, everybody, uh, Tupac? I oh. think I've heard of that guy. Oh. All right, so Tupac, who's dead, allegedly gunned down. So let's see what the guy say here. Let's see what he's saying today. Successful. Please make my enemies bleed, huh? When you see me, nigga, holler my set and watch him ride out. When you see me, nigga, holler my set. When you see me, nigga, holler my set. All right, now let's uh, play backwards and what's what's Tupac saying? Okay. What? Oh, whoa. I was... Whoa. Hear that again. So uh, allegedly he says, yes, I'm alive. Uh, yeah, I heard that. All right, play it again. Sounds... Yes, I'm alive. Yes, I'm alive and missing you. Yes, I'm alive and missing you. That's a, I'd say that's a pretty big clear. That's pretty spot on. Yes. Yeah, that's a good back mask. But it sounds more like I don't know. I don't know. I think that sounds like a real straight back mask. That it sounds, sounds like good. someone going behind, knowing that, going behind the music and doing that. But like, that sounds like Tupac. That. That's his voice. Everybody, fan of the Beatles. I, I think I've heard of that band. So there was a rumor uh, a long time ago that Paul McCartney was dead. And there's a lot of, like, uh, Paul McCartney is dead conspiracy theories going on. There's a lot of people who look through the Beatles, like their album covers, you know, and, and their lyrics. He wasn't wearing shoes on Abbey Road. Wasn't wearing shoes on the Abbey He's Road album. Be dead. And some people say that that was some clue of his death. Um, also on the Abbey Road album, it says 28IF on one of the car's license plates. They believe that the means... W bug. Yes, means he was 28 years old if he was still alive. Um, some people are saying that the sign of the walrus, Lennon said the walrus was Paul, that Paul was dead. There's a whole bunch of stuff leading towards this. Now, George Harrison put out a solo record called All Things Must Pass right after uh, the Beatles broke up. So some well, believe... That's a, that name alone is a hint. That potentially All Things Must Pass, including Paul McCartney. Yeah. 
So uh, George Harrison, there's a small song on the third, I think the third LP of it called Johnny's Birthday. And it's a really quick song. It's like a jam session between him and Clapton. And some say that in Johnny's Birthday, if you listen to it forwards, it's innocuous. But backwards, obvious. he's making an allusion to Paul's feet on the Abbey Road cover. Let's listen to it forwards first. But I don't get it. He knows Paul's not dead. Oh, he knows he is If dead. anybody knows he is dead, it's George Harrison. But he's right there. That's why they killed John Lennon, dude. He was going to go forward. So who's McCartney now? It's a a lookalike that won a contest and they never announced the lookalike. And they gave him plastic surgery. No, Paul McCartney's actually... It's a lookalike that worked for the Ontario Police Department. If you look at his Sgt. Pepper uh, outfit, it says OPD. Oh, that's not the conspiracy. uh, The conspiracy, I heard. All right, let's hear hear Harrison. Harrison, four words sounds innocuous, right? Let's hear it. So that's the song. It's it's Johnny's birthday, and then the part I, cl- I played was, and we would like to wish him all the very best. Let's play it one more time. Oh. We would like to wish him all the very best. But nice. backwards, nice. Backwards, what are they saying? Yeah, yeah. The walrus and... All right. I, sorry, I heard the walrus is Paul? No, if you listen to it back, it says... It says, he never wore shoes, and we all knew he was dead. Just I listen, did not I'll, get that at all. I'll sing over he it. He didn't say Paul? We huh? all know who he is. I just heard the walrus is I Paul. Thought I heard, yeah, I heard right. the walrus in there. Okay. Listen to this. Todd has very fat fingers. Here's what I'm hearing. And the walrus, he was Paul, and he is dead. And, and he never wore his shoes, and we all wish he was dead. I never heard that, but well, I, you know, you can tell your conspiracy people end. to call my conspiracy people. <laughs> They'll have a powwow on it. And now, America, Perry on politics. Big talk right now these days in, uh, you know, amongst the American people. Uh, For those of you listening in Canada, you can look upon and laugh. Uh, There's been a big debt crisis going on where uh, our country has reached the point where it's $14 trillion in debt. That if you divide it by everybody who lives in this country... Uh, it's like everybody owes like four dollars. I don't know, fifteen. No, 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 way more than that. It's uh, I think it's like forty bucks a person. Which uh, <laughs> they they did to Greece. They checked it, and it's a few dollars less. But they get like six months holiday leave, or you know, like six weeks holiday leave per person. So, so maybe if they the Greeks just work through their holidays, maybe they can make enough gross national product to overcome their debt. I don't know. They get how long? Six weeks. Yeah, they get a fucking awesome holiday leave. Holy shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, you know, we've got this horrible debt leading over our heads. Um, our children one day will have to pay for this debt, and I don't want to sit, you know, and, 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 and blame any party for the fact that we're in debt. Uh, a lot of people are afraid of when our show gets political. You know, they think, oh, Todd, he's some crazy lefty communist. He's, you know, he's, he's just he's going to blame the right wing for all of our debts. Or he's going to say, raise the taxes on the rich. He's going to say, you know, um, you know, d- you know, just g- give all the money to the poor. There's going to be a lot of people out there that think that my opinion on this and Far Out's opinion is going to be this crazy left wing opinion. But 
I think it's the Che shirt that's throwing them off. <laughs> oh, my 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 Che my Che Che Guevara shirt. But you did, uh, to be honest, you did get it at Hot Topic. You just yes. thought it was hip. Yeah, I just thought it was hip. I didn't know what actually Che stood for, and the fact that he killed seventy thousand people. <laughs> Those were Che shirts, by the way. Tisk tisk. Um, so I was trying to think to myself, how would I like if I was elected president of the United States um, in two thousand sixteen? How would I solve the debt crisis? So, while I was on my honeymoon, I was thinking a lot about the national debt. Again, some you shouldn't be thinking about in your honeymoon. You know, I I was looking at the rainforest and I was thinking about the debt. You yeah. know, I was thinking about protecting the rainforest first of all, but then I was thinking about the the U.S. national debt and how we can overcome it. And I think that myself and my uh, my political cabinet, the people I have on my team, which is me. Uh, I, th- I think I came up with a good plan. So, but here's what the plan would involve: it would involve all Americans coming together. Everybody know that? Okay. Regardless yeah. of political cause. stripe, one like, cause. Yeah. Yeah, one cause: liberals, conservatives, independents, tea partyists, tea partiers, swingers, communists, uh, the people that are into Bernie Sanders. Everybody comes together. And I have one idea. Wait, can I ask, what about the LaRouche fans? Are they included? No, fuck those people. <laughs> no, actually, no, I'm into the LaRouche people because they're all about mass transit. <laughs> like, they believe the whole world's problems can be solved with man's mass transit. So well, I, I did hear that was the problem with Egypt. The, I, they did say something about that. Really? That mass transit was their problem? Yep. Back in ancient Egypt, uh, the problem was mass transit. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, right? Who's LaRouche? He's awesome. And if you don't know about LaRouche, you should get into it. And if you want to know, know how to get into it, Shut go up, to, a, <laughs> to a college campus, and there will be people singing about LaRouche. What are you talking about? And they will inform you is he like about a LaRouche. folk singer? What? LaRouche is a new federalist, basically, <laughs> which he wants to enact uh, old New Deal ideas in modern America. And he's this like, crazy guy that a bunch of like crazy college kids get into okay. Okay. but uh yeah i was at a there's a schwarzenegger rally when he was running for governor all these people were like LaRouche. i was there, <laughs> you were there. and uh schwarzenegger spoke and there's all these crazy larouche people but uh they're they're, they're a bunch of numb nuts but um basically i have, I have a, a theory i have a plan that will get this country out of debt i call it Perry initiative number two we already talked about the earlier Perry Initiative, yeah. which was my stance on uh, illegal immigration. This new one is solving the national debt. And that we're going to have the Great American Garage Sale. Okay. Let's do it. And so with this is everybody's going to go in the garage. Mm-hmm. Like you look around this garage, I've got a bunch of extra shit. And we're all going to take our stuff and we're going to sell it to other countries. So we're going to put a big barge in the Gulf of Mexico. And all Americans are going to go through their shit that they don't need. Because if there's any country that has more shit they don't need, it would be us. We do have more thrift shops uh, per capita than I think anywhere in the world. Clear the thrift stores. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do like a Fidel Castro purge of the riches <laughs> possessions, but I'm just gonna go to the thrift stores and I'm gonna grab those old like tweed suits. Who's buying? Who's, who's buying our shit? The world. The world can buy our shit. We're going to put it in the People, Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. Mexicans love garage sales. First, they're going to come. Okay. We have Latin America. We're going to have people come from the Caribbean. And then uh, South America, Africa. Uh, can I can I throw in real quick? I think we should uh, set up to the new states we've just uh, like put in power over in the Middle East. We're like just getting them Americanized, the ones that, you know, Iraq, yeah. Afghanistan. Here's some, here's some Levi's. Yeah, yeah we, exactly. Blue jeans. Because I hear blue jeans are really popular in the 80s with Russia. Yeah. Yeah, and this is just going to be everybody's shit. So it's like, Buck, what do you have in your house right now? Dig deep. 
You think about America. Think about our country. What do you have sitting around your house that you could sell to the rest of the world? Got a cat box. And I don't have a cat anymore, so I can give that away. A, cat like box? A, a litter box? A litter box, yeah. Okay. It's you useful. could probably, what, $2.50? Maybe a three euro for that? I'd throw a quid. <laughs> give me a quid for it. All right, so that's for some cat maybe in Egypt, is some Egyptian person. I'll, I'll oh, throw, yeah, yeah. I'll throw Cats a cat. Cats are really big in Egypt. Yeah, you could sell that. What else you got, Buck? Like, well, what's in your cabinets? You have some old china. That's pretty much it. Just a cat box. You've got some old, uh, <laughs> you got some old beer koozies you can sell. So it's like, uh, uh, you know, spend some good time on uh, some. Uh, had a good time at the river. A lot of boxes of spaghetti. If we're looking for food items, but that's about it. No. Okay, spaghetti. No, that's good. That lasts. That's too. good. So yeah. that'll that'll make the trip out to the barge. What do you got there, Elliot? Um, I'd say probably some of the better items I could be throwing out were I don't know, maybe some canned goods. Definitely, like people love canned right, goods. This is not See, an international yeah, food they, drive. They, people, they want our they want our shit. They, they want our shit. They want, they want they, our they have shit. A, they have yeah. a lamp. Okay. Um, uh, I think I might have some comics. I no longer want. I you know what I do have? I actually have a shitload of books. I bought from a yard sale. Uh, I recently, I went to a garage sale and I bought a, a, a bunch of Polynesian albums, like some good Polynesian Hawaiian records that I like to play. I have a very large record collection. I figured I, I, I could sell those. Um, I have an extra Lincoln Continental just sitting out there. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No, you, you can't sell it. No one's buying this shit. Who oh, no, 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 no. I think you definitely export a Lincoln Continental. I, that'd, that'd be big shit, dude. That would be yeah. like fucking money over some case. arab sheiks will be rolling around in my lincoln continental and maybe i throw just a little cd with some far out podcast on there that i think there people would like I, I think everybody has something that they can part with and then we'll get 14 trillion dollars worth of it we'll sell it to the rest of the world because god knows this country doesn't export shit anymore we'll sell it to everybody uh we'll sell discount prices like garage sale prices we'll have um some of the best and the brightest will have like, well, we're going to bring Alan Greenspan out of retirement and he's going to negotiate prices for everything. So some, someone's going to come up and go, oh, look at that uh, Time Life picture book from 1967. How much does that work? And he's like, oh, $4. And then he's going to sell it to people. So I'd like to ask the uh, far out listener, what would you sell? What can you contribute? Uh, post on our uh, comment section here on the website. What would you, put, what would you uh, give to ease the country's debt situation? Faroutpodcast.com. All right, everybody. So, uh, oh. Kirk Town. So, go ahead. All right, everybody. So, I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Faro Podcast this week. First of all, crickets. It's too much. Buck Perez, I'd like to thank you to be, for being here. Oh, thank you. Elliot Dagan. Always a pleasure. And uh, get your comments up. Thank you for listening to the Faro Podcast. While I was young, I thought I had my own key. I knew exactly what.